0: Bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in Habit Loop Bootcamp. Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week, you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water and let's do this. You're listening to episode 37 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I am so grateful you are here. I hope you are doing well during this really uneasy time and still making self-care a priority for yourself, although it may look pretty different right now during this quarantine. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about this week during my self-care quickie tip. This kind of (laughs) evolved, this episode evolved from a really cool opportunity I got to do for work. So let me share a little bit about what that was. So like I've mentioned before, and I'm going to talk about this more in the month of May since it's Mental Health Awareness Month, I work for an organization called Bring Change to Mind where we're pretty much dedicated to ending the stigma around mental health. And we empower our youth across the country in high schools to help them take action as well and help provide a safe place for them to talk about mental health and end the stigma via our high school clubs. So I do that here. I'm the regional manager here in the state of Indiana. And, you know, as with most people are right now in their workplaces, we had to come up with a way to do a virtual model for our clubs, which we were able to pull together as a team, put something together, which was amazing. And we're seeing our clubs still meeting virtually, which is so cool because they need this connection now during each other during this time. And we decided to host a national club call, not just with our regions, there's, um, gosh, just a handful of us on staff. It's a pretty small organization, but with a really big impact. And we decided to go big on this first call, and it was pretty amazing. So let me give you a little backstory on our organization. We were founded by the actress Glenn Close. Um, Her sister and her nephew both had a mental health disorder, and she decided to start using her celebrity to put out PSAs about mental health getting people normalized around talking about it and Just erasing the stigma around mental health. You know, I would have never talked about, like, if I had had anxiety or what that even meant in high school. And now I feel like so many kids are under so much pressure and they want to talk about it. So Glenn founded our organization back in 2010. And since then, we um, made it into the high school program where we're able to reach these kids at a young age and really just help in the stigma around mental health, like I said. So we decided to invite Glenn on the call, and she said yes, which we were really, really excited about, but we also decided to invite Kevin Love of the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is an NBA team, (laughs) duh, if you know that. (laughs) And the reason we invited Kevin as well is because he's a huge mental health advocate. He has his own organization called the Kevin Love Fund, and he's a big supporter of our organization as well. So we thought it would be really cool to facilitate a conversation between those two celebrities with our students. So last week, (laughs) this just happened last night, guys, last week, we were on our team call. We're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to host these every week with different people. Here's who we got confirmed for this first one. Oh, man, go big or go home. And the team said, oh, no, Emily, we've nominated you to facilitate the first call because we want to talk about self-care. Ah! <laughs> so no pressure, right? Um, so we hosted the call last night. We had close to 100 people on the call, including Glenn and Kevin, and it was amazing. We actually threw our whole agenda out during the call because we took a question and answer um, chat session with the kids, and they had so many amazing questions. And I was so nervous, and I was more excited than nervous because I love interviewing and talking to people, and obviously, self care is something I'm so passionate about. So it was really cool to hear Glenn and Kevin's perspectives um, as far as what self-care looks like for them right now. So here's a couple of my biggest takeaways that I learned from Glenn and Kevin that I think you'll really, um, want to take with you away from this episode too. They both shared about doing some type of schedule every day. You know, Glenn said she makes her bed every day and she makes sure to have all of the dishes put away every evening before she goes to bed in order to feel just like she accomplished something little and get her day started right on the right foot, you know, by making her bed and everything being clean from the night before. Kevin made a really good point of still setting goals, still making to-do lists, and checking those off. I mean, I love checking things off a to-do list. I'm sure you do, too. It's very, very gratifying to be able to do that. And during this time, it's real easy just to not have a schedule. But doing small little tasks like that can really stack on top of each other and really help you feel accomplished. One thing they both kept saying that I thought was just so amazing, they did focus on being kind to others and checking in on loved ones. It really does help with your mental health during this time if you can think of ways that you can help others and show love to other people right now during this really (laughs) weird time that we're at in our world, you know? We, we mentioned, you know, we've never experienced something like this before in our society. There's no playbook for how to feel or how to do this. We're all just learning as we go. And it's okay to be in your feelings, to feel like you're on a roller coaster of emotions, but not to get stuck in that dark place and to keep it going. So I really appreciated all that they had to share my the biggest takeaway i had and just from seeing these students wanting to interact with glenn and Cle- kevin was the connection i mean we announced this call and we sold we didn't well it was free we didn't sell out of spots all this registrations filled up within like an hour and a half it was crazy it was amazing and then all the questions the kids were wanting to ask them, they wanted that connection. They wanted to hear from other people what they were doing for their self-care. So connection. Connection is so, so important right now. Please don't isolate yourself. I'm going to share a few ways that you can still stay more connected during this time, but I want to highlight an article Kevin had shared on his Instagram stories early in the week, and we um, referenced it last night as well. I'll make sure to put a link in the show notes, but there was a New York Times article that Kevin had shared and talked about, and I read it and was just like amazed by it. So It was really just discussing how... not only this pandemic can affect our mental health, but also our physical health. So let me read a couple of quotes from this article that I found really interesting that I want you to take to heart as well. So Dr. Murthy, who um, wrote the article, pointed out, quote, we're wired for human connection that can counter the damaging biological effects of stress and anxiety. So we're wired for human connections. You know, like I talk about all the time on the podcast, finding people in your own community that you vibe with, that are your tribe, that are your people. And I know that can be hard to do. This is something we talk about in one of my tiers with my self-care coaching is how you can feel more connected to others. It's an internal human need that we have. But the article continues Based on a variety of studies, Dr. Murphy reports the impact of social isolation and loneliness on longevity equals that of smoking 15 cigarettes a day and exceeds the risk associated with obesity, excessive alcohol consumption, and lack of exercise. So not only do we need the connection for our mental health, but our physical health. When you're not in a good mind frame, it can affect you physically. It's like smoking 15 cigarettes a day. I mean, that is that just blew my mind. That just blew my mind. And I know when you're in not the best place with your mental health, you don't feel like you want to be active. You don't feel like you want to do anything. But friend, I just hope this inspires you to figure out how to get that connection, how to take care of yourself during this time, Because your health is important. If you ended up getting COVID-19, you want to be in the healthiest spot for you physically, but also mentally. They go hand in hand. I mean, there's physical, there's actual studies to show how they go hand in hand. So please don't isolate yourself right now. I titled this podcast episode, Physical Distancing Versus Social Isolation. Don't totally cut yourself off from people. It's not good for your health. We are physically distancing ourselves from people right now because it's needed. We have to do it and that's fine. But thank God for technology right now because we're able to still feel connected to people. So let me share a couple of ways that I feel like anyone could still feel connected right now to people. So like I said, yay technology, virtual calls, you know, using Zoom is really great or FaceTime. My grandma has an iPad and I've been able to FaceTime with her, which has been amazing. I mean, I felt lit up and just so joyful after seeing her sweet face and getting to chat with her a little bit. You know, even a group text is fine, but how about you actually pick up the phone, And talk to somebody. How crazy (laughs) is that concept? But you know, it's what I used to do when Dustin and my husband and I first started dating. He would call the home phone and I would talk to, we would talk on the phone. And that's where our relationship grew and you felt so good after talking to somebody. You know, actually, doing trivia nights with your family. This is such a great idea. I'm I haven't done this yet, but I've seen and heard so many funny stories from people doing this with their family and friends which is great. You know, this Sunday is Easter. I set up a Zoom for my family to be able to video conference with each other to you know, celebrate Easter together because we all can't get together right now. That would feel so much better versus us just isolating ourselves and not using the technology we're blessed to use right now to connect with each other. A couple other things to think about. If you are going out to like the grocery store or if you're deemed an essential worker and have to go to work, make eye contact with people. Let me say that again. Make eye contact with people. Smiling and making eye contact with somebody isn't going to, that doesn't mean you're going to catch COVID-19. I feel like people are so scared. You can feel the tension. I know I went to the grocery store last week and people just wouldn't even look at each other. We crave that connection. So just at least smile at someone. Make eye contact. We're all humans craving that connection right now. You don't need to go up and hug somebody or shake their hand or fist bump or high five them or anything like that. Just smile and make eye contact with people. And lastly, find a way to serve during this time. Like I mentioned earlier, it feels so good to be able to help others. So if there's some type of opportunity where you're able to serve and help someone else feel better, I think that's going to help you feel better as well. And that connection is going to come around. So gang, that's all I have for today. I was so nervous about this call with Glenn and Kevin and it totally went off the rails from where we our team thought it was going to go and that was okay it turned into such a great conversation about self-care and connection and the importance of you know our society at large right now still showing love for each other still staying connected and being the healthiest we can be mind and body in order to fight this you know virus long term But also just to be a better community after this. You know, I hope everyone comes out of this feeling better. Not just mentally, but physically. And knowing that your health is so important and that what really matters is your loved ones and your health. So I'm here for you. I'm still offering the introductory rate I have for my self-care coaching. I'll include a link in the show notes. It's so important right now to take care of you. It's so, so important to take care of yourself. We're starting e-learning next week, and I'm going to be really glad to be back on a more more routine schedule for my kids. But also, that comes with some stress as well. I'm going to still stay connected with my loved ones and friends, and I hope you do the same as well. If you don't feel like you have someone you can reach out to, I'm here for you. If you need someone to talk to or reach out to, you can message me. Um, via Instagram at EmilyNichols22 or at Self Care Isn't Selfish Podcast. And if you're loving the show, I would love it if you would leave a rating and review. Thanks again for listening in to this little bit longer, quickie episode. I hope you take everything I had to heart. Stay safe, stay healthy, and remember self care isn't selfish. See you next week.